in a way one might not associate with government. Traditional regulations are going to take too long. Bryant Walker-Smith is an expert on self-driving cars at the University of South Carolina. He says the DOT seems to be learning from past missteps. He says, for example, by the time regulators on the aviation side of things finished a lengthy rulemaking process on drones... Those rules were, were already out of date um, at the moment that they went into effect. With driverless vehicles, the stakes are high for the government getting in at the ground level. Vasant Dar at New York University Center for Data Science says driverless technology could have a huge impact on society, not just by saving us time driving. There's a huge uh, drag on the economy around accidents. Despite some recent crashes of semi-autonomous cars, Dar says driverless vehicles could actually end up being safer than human drivers. I'm Manny Baxter for Marketplace. All right, so I'll be honest with you. I can't decide whether to set up this next story with the fancy economic term, which is externality, or with the word that my nine-year-old would use, which is poop, cow poop, to be specific. Both is what I went with, I guess. California Governor Jerry Brown signed a new climate change bill into law yesterday, tackling what are known as short-lived climate pollutants. Methane gas is one of them, of which dairy farms are a big source, and of which California has many. From the Sustainability Desk, Marketplace's Jed Kim reports. When you work in the dairy industry, you spend a lot of time worrying about the stuff that comes out of cows. Yeah, I'm not talking milk. The newer management is our number one daily fight. <laughs> Anya Radabaugh is CEO of Western United Dairymen. If you're not diligent in your manure management, it's going to reflect in the quality of the milk. It used to be the dairy industry just needed to focus on milk, but now they need to focus on methane. California's new law requires reductions of 40% from dairies by 2024. Methane leaks out of manure, billows out in belches. Wait, do cows burp a lot? Really? Yeah, they do. Thanks, YouTube. UC Davis scientist Frank Mitlerner says even more methane comes from cow burps and flatulence than from manure. But for now, farmers just have to tackle manure. I mean, how would you collect a cow's gas? It is a decision that has a lot to do with what's achievable and what can be sold to those that will be regulated. Manure can be corralled. Methane from that can be collected by machines called digesters and burned for electricity. But there are only a handful of those in California right now. We don't have the technology infrastructure right now. We don't have a network of vendors that can put out five, six hundred digesters in a hurry. Even if we did, they're not cheap. Millions of dollars apiece. Still, the industry does have about seven years to figure it out. I'm Jed Kim for Marketplace. The externality on Wall Street today was the Federal Reserve. News of their interest rate decision comes tomorrow. In the meanwhile, Bupkis will have the details when we do the numbers. The city council in Nashville, Tennessee, is going to be taking up as many as six separate ordinances in the next couple of weeks dealing with Airbnb and the whole concept of short-term rentals. Because, yes, of course, money. Short-term rentals are changing the way people invest in property because the trend is moving away from sharing the occasional spare room toward earning serious money doing it. In Nashville, some of the criticism is directed at an old apartment complex that has now been converted into nothing but short-term units. WPLN's Tony Gonzalez has more. In a few ways, the McMillan Court looks like a vintage motel. 
It's two stories tall in the shape of a horseshoe, and all 16 units have their own doors to the outside. The kicker is the neon sign, blue and yellow, that even says no vacancy. But that's kind of beside the point now. Since these are new short-term rentals, there's no front desk to even inquire about a room. Guests like Luke Graham book online. I'm from London, England, and I'm here to do a, a video shoot in Nashville. And I'm staying here at Macmillan Court for five days, four days. He says it ticked all the boxes for location, cost, and simplicity. Instead of check-in, he was emailed the keypad codes for the front gate and for his room. Yeah, but main thing, budget and ease of booking and everything else. It was dramatically cheaper than anywhere else. In downtown Nashville, hotel rooms can run as high as $550, whereas Airbnbs and VRBOs tend to run in the two to 300 range. But what's really caught the community's attention about McMillan Court is that it has flipped into short-term rentals. In a past life, it was called the Phoenix Apartments, and it was surrounded by...